Hello and welcome to Nordea Markets Insights. My name is Helge Petersen. I'm Chief Economist with Nordea. And with me in the studio today is our Euro Area Chief Analyst, Holger Sande. Welcome, Holger. Thank you, Helge. And today we are going to talk about the German election, which is taking place next Sunday, 24 September. An election which is far from being a potential game-changer for Europe, like the French election earlier this year, and an election which hardly will give any reason to lift at April's in financial markets. So, uh, Holger, why is it actually that this election still is interesting for all of us? Yeah, for me as a German citizen, it's naturally interesting and as a person interested in politics um, to, to cast a vote here. But um, given that Germany is the largest economy, Uh, in Europe, I think the the neighbors should care about what economic policy in Germany uh, will be. Economic policy can make a, a big difference for a country. Also, what what fiscal policy will be? Taxes up, taxes down, public investment maybe up, things like that. And then the the Europe is in interesting and difficult times in these days of Brexit and. Uh, developments in Eastern Europe that uh, cause worries and uh, how to handle Trump and so forth. To all of this, um, Europe needs an answer and, and Germany is naturally part of this answer. So a lot of good reasons for all of us to care about the outcome of the election ah. next Sunday. And If you look at it right now, then it seems uh, to be that uh, Angela Merkel, uh, the councillor from uh, CDU, she is in a firmly pole position, uh, head of uh, her main challenger, Martin Schulz, the new head of uh, the Social Democratic Party. Yes. Do you think that uh, there is any chance that uh, here in the final stage of the election campaign that Martin Schulz can gain momentum and maybe even beat uh, Mrs. Merkel? I think it's a it's a very small chance. Uh, one shouldn't say uh, it's zero percent, but... Uh, The the election polls are usually broadly right. So CDU will most likely be strongest party with some 35 to 40 percent, whereas SPD more likely will have around 25. And finding enough coalition partners, uh, if you only have 25 percent, that's that's just very difficult, and also politically uh, hardly possible to see um, SPD uh, gaining here. If a major incident, something, some catastrophe happens, I don't think um, that the SPD will benefit. I, I think that is a situation where a chancellor uh, has a, a good chance to, to act as a leader of the country. So um, very likely Martin Schulz is contending for the second place here. But let's say just around one year ago, Mrs. Merkel, were, she was not that popular in, in Germany. She seems to be right now. What? Is it that makes the Germans so happy with uh, Angela Merkel again? What has she done over the past yeah. year to gain this new popularity? Well, her popularity dived uh, with the inflow of, of refugees. And there was this uh, welcome culture in Germany, but then how to handle uh, the influx, how to integrate the people, and what if another million comes? And she, nobody had a clear answer, and she didn't have a clear answer either, but she was in charge, so her popularity uh, dived. But then there was this deal with Turkey, for example. Immigration is an election issue, also asylum is an election issue. But uh, it's no longer seen as a, as a threat to to Merkel. Uh, also, German immigration policy uh, has changed uh, uh, a lot. 
Germany, uh, the inflow has uh, become very much smaller. People are sent back if they don't get asylum. Uh, and in economic terms, then um, Angela Merkel might not be a big reformer, but the economy is going uh, very well. Uh, 80% percent of Germans say uh, their personal situation is good or very good, and that is an exceptional number. So only 20% feel the contrary. And uh, so it's it's very hard to for Schulz to attack uh, Merkel. And and then there's also Merkel's personal personal way. Um, she is very pragmatic as a politician, and uh, she it seems she is a good listener, and she takes up people's uh, worries. She's just a, a good manager of the of the situation. Um, so uh, no, there's no there's no strong mood for change. I would say the the percentage of people that really want to get a new chancellor that is uh, in the single digits. I would say most um, most are not unhappy with the establishment. It's a very different situation from France, for example, where there was this big anti-establishment movement. Now there, in the political center in in Germany is broader, and Merkel is the I would say the the cleverest person in the in the economic in the political establishment in, in Germany. Mm. Now you mentioned that uh, migration uh, that is a big issue in the election campaign. What other issues are hot on the agenda? I mean, you mentioned also that the economy is doing well, but uh, yeah. I guess it's maybe not what what most care for. I mean, it tends to be that people they are looking much into economic topics when. <laughs> The economy is in a downturn, but yes. uh, when it uh, is growing and employment is growing and uh, everything looks good, then it tends to be much less of an issue uh, during the campaign. Yeah. Uh, but but what's on the Germans' mind uh, um, these days? On Germany, that's very right. We we, we don't discuss macro issues or uh, over our coffee. It's a discussion about rising rents, for example. Uh, it's one of the consequences of, of the long upswing and also of very low interest rates that uh, house prices and people's rents uh, are rising. 50% of Germans, are, they are living in a rented home. So it's rising a lot and this uh, break on uh, housing rents, that doesn't really work. Um, it's also security issues. Um, I mean, it's not a... A federal issue, but it's more on the on the lender basis that police uh, issues are dealt with. But uh, also after the Berlin uh, terror attack, people people are worried about that. Um, a little bit also um, the the question of the bad jobs in Europe, uh, in Germany, which is a, a big low wage sector, and a low wage today uh, in a few years means a, a low pension. And what what to do there? These are some of some of the issues that are on, on Germans' minds. You mentioned also earlier that it would be very difficult for Martin Schulz to find uh, enough support to form a coalition uh, government since the SPD is only going to have close to 25%. Uh, CDU is going to have much more, but they are still also in the need of a future coalition partner. Uh, where do you seem the bigger likelihood uh, will we again see that the FDP is uh, entering mm. the stage uh, as a part of a new uh, German uh, government? I mean, it's many years ago, I guess, that, that FDP has been playing that active role yeah. as it is today in yeah. German politics. Yeah, the, the Liberal Party is staging a comeback. Mm. They had very good results uh, in a few of the Länder elections. Uh, they run, a, I would say, the most modern election campaign of, of uh, all the major parties. 
Um, so they are pretty likely to come in. And uh, who knows? I mean, it, there mi it might be enough for a government with Merkel, uh, Merkel's party and the liberal um, FDP. Um, what, what could be expected from such a government? Well, their strongest point, they, they said, we don't know whether we enter in a government. I mean, we, we were out of parliament. So now we are probably in, but should we also go into government uh, all of a sudden? But our critical points are uh, an immigration law, Canadian-style point-based immigration law. Second one, a, a, big leap, uh, a, yeah, a big leap ahead in Germany for education. Uh, and third, a uh, typical liberal issue uh, to reduce bureaucracy, to make investing and creating jobs easier in Germany. Uh, and I think there is enough common ground between the Conservative Party, uh, so Merkel and uh, Christian Lindner, who is the boss of the of the Liberals. Um, they have a very tough stance on Europe. Um, they would like, uh, the Liberal Party, I mean, they would like to create a possibility uh, to leave the Euro area without leaving the EU. And there the FDP is not talking Germany, but Greece. They want to limit the ESM's firepower and come back to the no bailout mm. clause. So they have a pretty tough stance on on Europe. But but isn't it now they are an opposition party? Yeah. I mean it always is like that when when yes. then a party enters a government then they take on yes. a completely different kind of responsibility yeah. for the present. Uh, so would you expect uh, a liberal party in the German government really claiming <laughs> for uh, the possibility for Germany to leave no. the euro area? No. No, uh, they they say that because they know it's popular with with the German with a big part of the German public. I I wouldn't expect the 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 liberals to take over the finance ministry. Um, that will, in my view, very likely stay with uh, Schäuble. And in government, you you are more responsible. And and in German politics, I mean, Merkel is calling the shots. And if she has to give in to certain things uh, coming from the liberals, that will more be on immigration and on education and digitalization as a big liberal project. And reduce bureaucracy. I mean, who, who can really be against that? That is also a, that is not a stumbling block. And on Europe, I think they will be pragmatic. Hmm. Now, if we leave the political stage a bit and then uh, return to the economics in of, of, of Germany, then uh, we have to say that, well, is strong. I mean, it's the growth engine of, of Europe these days. A few years ago, the sick man of, of Europe, now the growth engine of Europe. Uh, uh, but, uh, I mean, you have record low unemployment rate. Uh, growth is, uh, by all uh, present-day standards, high. But, but aren't there any such major challenges uh, to the future? I mean, what future is the new government, economic future is... Uh, a new government looking into? Yeah. Um, if we start with the short term, then uh, one more year of ultra-low interest rates could mean increasing signs of overheating in the German economy. There are a few pockets of overheating if we think about house prices in certain cities. Uh, there's not a big increase in wages for now, but that will probably accelerate. So that is a challenge the new government will have to manage. And uh, it cannot rely on the ECB because the ECB will probably remain on the accelerator for a while. Uh, protectionism is an issue. And there uh, Merkel will have to deal with Donald Trump if he follows his protectionist in instincts. 
and he gets uh, comes through with that, then g- the German upswing is in danger. But but not only the German upswing. Um, in the long run, I mean, politicians often neglect the long run issues because it's not very popular to talk about pension age and uh, higher labor market participation and things like that. But Germany's growth potential is going down. It's being eroded by uh, Germans getting old and gray. Um, Germany is one of the fastest aging countries uh, uh, in the world. And uh, the share of 25 to 64-year-old people is, is declining actually rapidly. So it's very important to increase labor force participation. It's not particularly low in Germany, but uh, there could still be, be more women on the labor market, for example. Also, uh, integrating um, immigrants uh, into the into the labor force will be important. Uh, it's easier for people from the EU. It's more more difficult for people fr- coming from the the war and crisis countries. But it demands a big effort to uh, integrate them to to learn language to to come to the labor force. So, um, how can you sustain potential growth or growth in the economy? That's by bringing more people to work, making people more productive. And there's a big challenge in German uh, in, ger- in the educational system. There's not a single university, a German university, in the global top 50 universities. And whether you uh, whether you come to a university diploma uh, depends very much uh, um, from your uh, on your family background. And it, it's ge- it's not getting better; it's getting worse. I was quite typical. My my parents were not academics, and I made it to university. But today. Only um, 15% of the Germans who get a university diploma, uh, only 50%, 15% of those uh, come from non-academic families. So the social mobility in Germany is lagging behind what yes. we, for instance, see in the Scandinavian countries. Yes. At least uh, the upward mobility and the downward mobility is probably much higher than in the than in the Nordic countries. So, so education is is an issue. What what about infrastructure? I mean, uh, we often hear that uh, bridges are about collapsing in Germany, yeah. and it can even be dangerous yeah. to go on the Autostrada <laughs> these days. But but <laughs> but what is uh, yeah. the, the the state of, fa- of facts uh, when it comes to infrastructure investments? I and in general, there has been a low investment yes. activity in Germany over yes. the past few years. Yes, private investment is going okay. Uh, public investment is not higher today than it was 20 years ago despite a growing population for now. And in net terms, so without the depreciation, um, public investment has been going down over the last couple of years. So Schäuble will say, but we increased it a lot in recent years. And that's right. But a lot more has to be done, in my view. And that's not only classic infrastructure, like railroads and streets and bridges. It's also um, the digital challenge. It's also broadband connections. Uh, one can talk a lot about the new airport in Berlin that uh, doesn't really come to to see the light of day. So that is something I would expect um, from every government to be attacked, uh, this issue. More so maybe by by SPD, by social democratic left-led governments, than by a, a conservative liberal government, but also th- they cannot avoid that. One important thing to know is that the most important uh, investor in Germany in terms of public investment, is municipalities. It's not Schäuble, it's the communities, it's the lender. So uh, don't expect too much in terms of infrastructure investment, but something will happen. Ah, so so everything is not rosy 
just rose in the German no. economy now. No. There are challenges ahead, challenges for the new government. It shall be uh, indeed very exciting to see what happens. I, I can hear from you that your best bet is that it is going to be a CDU, CSO, U, uh, FDP, uh, uh, conservative liberal government. Yes. Uh, and some also speaks about this Jamaica coalition. If two is not enough, then I think they will take in a third party, and that could be the Greens. So then you have these Jamaica colors. Uh, the Social Democrats are very reluctant to enter again as a junior partner in such a coalition. And also, I think for the democratic process, it would be much better to have a strong opposition um, in Germany. So, yes, conservative plus liberal, maybe together with the Greens, it could also be a chance for Merkel to to try out something new and to, you know, to give the message, uh, I cannot only govern in a grand coalition or with the liberals, but I'm almost every German chancellor. The final question here, Holger. Uh, Alternative für Deutschland is uh, that party, which is a Euro-hostile party, is that going to have any say in the future? It, it will probably uh, get uh, seats in, yes. in the Bundestag, in the parliament, uh, but is it going to have a, a say, so to speak, in the political uh, debate? Well, a, a say in the debate, yes. Um, they will get 60, 70 seats in the Bundestag if they get some some 10% of th- of the votes. So they will be firmly on the opposition bench. They will claim to be the only true opposition to the to the established parties. Um, and then I, I actually think it's good. It's a kind of a normalization that uh, these national conservative f- forces come into parliament. And then they will have seats and commissions. They will have to prove what they can do. But they will have a minor impact on the government's policy. A minor impact on the government's policy. Let that be the last word for now, Holger. It's going to be so interesting to see what the actual outcome of the election will be next Sunday. We will all be much wiser at that time. But for now, I will just like to thank you for tuning in. And remember that you can follow our research and us at emarkets.nadea.com. (laughs) 